How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. Locked on 49ers with John Lund. Your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome in. Locked On 49ers. John Lund with you from KNBR 680 in San Francisco. You can hear me weekdays with Tom Tolbert, 3 to 7 p.m. Make sure you're tuned in. Also, pre and post game for the 49ers all season long. This weekend for Monday Night Football, I'll be down at Levi's Stadium on KGO 810 and 107.7 The Bones. Or if you're in the Bay Area, listen there. You can listen online as well. we got three downs for you. We'll talk about quarterback stability. Uh, Colin Kaepernick on the field. An interesting comment that he had. Trent Brown, the right tackle of the 49ers. He's only started two games, but he got some big-time praise. We'll tell you from who in three downs as well. And stopping Todd Gurley. We'll get into those things in three downs. The interview today is Trent Brown. He's being called one of the uh, better tackles in the league, and he forced Anthony Davis to move inside to right guard. We'll get into that discussion. Also, we'll go inside the numbers, some more Todd Gurley stuff and how important it is to stop the uh, Rams' second-year running back out of Georgia. And a couple of really good questions as well. Some stuff on best and worst case scenarios for the 49ers. But let's get going. Do remember, you can always follow me on Twitter. Your questions or comments, always welcome. Love to finish every Locked On 49ers podcast with your questions. So go to Twitter, at John Lund Radio. Use hashtag Locked On 49ers and use that. You can also join my Facebook page, at John Lund Radio SF. Thanks to our good friends at SeatGeek. Those green dots mean you're getting the best deal you can possibly get on your seats. Yellow, uh, Yellow, eh. Red, eh. Make sure those green dots. Great job by SeatGeek. Thanks to our good friends at SeatGeek. You can download that app. Also, thanks to our good friends at Today's Pigskin for driving a lot of traffic. Tell all your friends and subscribe to us on iTunes. And then one last thing. I'm on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash Lund, L-U-N-D. FanDuel.com slash Lund, L-U-N-D. And you can play in my weekly fantasy football league we'll change it every single week but we got 50 listeners it's only five bucks and you can win some good money fanduel.com slash lund all right all that stuff out of the way it's locked on 49ers with john lund let's get going with today's three downs three downs all right a lot of the talk has been about colin kaepernick off the field and yes he will kneel it'll be the 12th of september not 9 11 because they're playing on monday night but it will be the 12th and colin kaepernick Will Neal, and I'm sure a lot of the L.A. media will come up here to the Bay Area and ask him all about it. But the local media, I'm not going to say we're past it, but uh, we were talking to him uh, today about uh, the quarterback decision for Chip Kelly. It was was at least being sold by Chip Kelly as a quarterback competition. It never materialized, as I told you, all through the offseason and all through training camp because Colin Kaepernick had three surgeries, and then he was out for 10 days uh, during camp, and he really hasn't consistently thrown over the last month. He saw his performance against the Packers. And his, San Diego, his performance against San Diego, while good, has to be taken with a grain of salt because he was playing against second and third stringers. And so, as I told you all along, Lane Gabbert was going to be named the starter. But something interesting, Chip Kelly said it was for game one. He didn't name it for the season. He wasn't emphatic about it. I know he's a big fan of Kaepernick. I even know he likes Christian Ponder. He likes keeping three quarterbacks around. He does talk about repetitive accuracy, something Colin Kaepernick does not have. 
Uh, Colin doesn't know the offense, I, I think, as well as what Blaine Gabbert does. And let's be honest, and, and Kaepernick will talk about this, physically, he doesn't look like the Adonis that he's looked like before. Uh, he doesn't have the arm strength yet. Uh, he does look a little, bit of skin, uh, little skinny. Some people have said it's because he's been on a vegan diet for the last nine months. He says that's not the case. But here is Colin Kaepernick, nonetheless, uh, talking about Chip Kelly's decision to uh, make him the number two quarterback. And then I'll tell you something interesting after we hear from Colin. Yeah, most definitely. I think I'll continue to improve and continue to get into my stride. Uh, it's really only been about a month since I've been on the field. So, you know, there's still some progressing to do, still some strength to get back, but I'll continue to work. To the backup, how would you take the news and how do you get back on the field? I have to wait my time and work. I mean, I've been in this position before. Uh, last time I was in this position, I ended up in the Super Bowl. So I continue to work and prepare for when that next opportunity comes. Now, here's what's interesting. There's just a, a little bit of a tinge floating around of how long of a rope does Blaine Gabbard have and how long until the fans get restless. Remember, this is a guy that led the 49ers to Super Bowl 47. The winds are starting to change in terms of a guy who sat or kneeled for the national anthem or knelt for the national anthem and people were upset. He's got the number one selling jersey in the NFL right now, and 49ers fans are liking some Colin Kaepernick. And in every NFL town, the, the backup quarterback is the most popular guy in town, unless you're in New England or Green Bay or New Orleans or Seattle, a place like that where somebody is obviously established. But that is not the case here, so I wonder how long the fans, the media, and even the coaching staff will give Blaine Gabbard. He doesn't have a lot of weapons on the outside. Carlos Hyde, I think, will give him a good running game. But uh, I would think sooner rather than later – if Blaine Gabbert is not good, give him a couple of games. It's going to be tough. Rams have a tough defense. Go to Carolina. Seattle's in that first five. Arizona. It could be sooner rather than later for Colin Kaepernick if he can physically get up to shape and mentally uh, get uh, get to know the offense. So that is number one in today's three downs. Number two, Trent Brown, right tackle for the 49ers. You can't miss him. Number 77. He's six foot eight and 350 pounds. Started two games last year. Was lightly regarded as seventh round pick. But he's really come on in Chip Kelly's offense. And I, for one, and many people question if he was too big for this fast offense. Chip Kelly doesn't generally go for 350-pounders, but Trent Brown has been very good. Specifically, in the joint practices against the Denver Broncos a few weeks ago, he got a new fan in Von Miller. And then, of course, they played against each other in the game. And you could see that Trent Brown did a good job against the best pass rusher in the NFL. And if you can stop a speed rusher like Von Miller, power rushers aren't going to be a problem for this big guy. It's the speed guys. He did a pretty good job, and then Von Miller went on uh, the DeMarcus Ware show on TV and uh, actually gave Trent Brown more praise. You know, some of the tackles that have, that have given me hard times, I feel like Trent Brown, you know, has a, uh, a very bright future in the National Football League. He's 6'8", you know, he, he knows how to use his arms, knows how to use his wingspan, he has length. So I feel like um, he's young, and, you know, I don't, I, people haven't really seen him, but I feel like he's one of the, the better tackles in the National Football League. So there you go, Trent Brown, pretty happy that Von Miller uh, thinks of him as, maybe the, they, I mean, DeMarcus Ware asked him, the first tackle that comes to mind that gives him problems. Now maybe it was because a couple of weeks ago it was fresh in his mind, something like that, but pretty high praise for Trent Brown. It moved Anthony Davis into guard. They've got a mashing right side of the line, and I got a chance to talk to Trent Brown uh, about all that in the offensive line, which again, I, I know a lot of people think the offensive line talk is boring, but when you're talking about an offensive line that was ranked by Pro Football Focus 31st last year, and they deserve that ranking, and maybe even worse, uh, the offensive line got quarterbacks crushed, uh, the running game stalled, and a lot of it was because of the offensive line. Remember, when this team was really, really good just a few years ago, the offensive line and defense led the way. So 
Uh, they need, especially with Blaine Gabbard back there, and they want to run the ball as well as they do with Chip Kelly, they need to get that offensive line going. Trent Brown, Anthony Davis, Daniel Kilgore back from injury. For now, Zane Beatles at left guard. Maybe Joshua Garnett, the first rounder out of Stanford at some point, and Joe Staley. They've got some good depth, too. Andrew Tiller is back there. A couple other young guys as well on the practice squad. They've got much better depth than they've had in the past. Our uh, featured interview will feature number 77, Trent Brown, in just a few minutes. And finally, Locked On 49ers, three things you got to know in today's three downs. Stopping Todd Gurley. That has been the emphasis of practice all week long. There's a lot of different things and, and a lot of breakdowns, I guess, in terms of how this game will be won and lost. But the Rams only threw for 175 yards per game is the reason why they took Jared Goff, number one, in the NFL draft. He's not going to suit up the former Cal product. It's going to be, at least the reports say, that it's going to be Case Keenum uh, as the first stringer and Sean Mannion, uh, Pac-12 fans, remember him at Oregon State, too. And then Jared Goff is going to sit this thing out. The first number one overall pick to sit out a season opener to be inactive since Jamarcus Russell, the Raiders, in 2009. Todd Gurley ran for 4.8 yards per carry, which was good for second, only behind Doug Martin of the Buccaneers last year, and 1,106 yards. The emphasis has been on on stopping Todd Gurley because they don't think they can get beat purely with the passing game. Not great receivers for the Rams. They're going to line up behind their line, and they're going to try to uh, run the football just like the 49ers are. So we'll get inside the numbers a little bit more with Todd Gurley, but that's been the emphasis all week long with the 49ers. A couple other notes in three downs. Uh, Bruce Miller, former 49er now, uh, that incident the other night which got him cut off the football team, he was charged today with seven felony counts, including assault with a deadly weapon. And the deadly weapon? A cane. The 70-year-old man's cane, who he broke into a hotel room or tried, uh, beat up the guy that was there. The 70-year-old father comes to the door of the hotel room, and he beats him up, and now we uh, here as part of those seven felonies. It was with a cane that Bruce Miller... Uh, beat the old man with. Uh, Carlos Hyde is for the first time not on the injury report in a couple of weeks, not wearing the blue no-contact jersey in a 49ers practice, so he is a go for Monday night against the Rams. That is good news. Some bad news, Chris Davis, who had a nice preseason in the slot, um, he was not practicing today. He had a hamstring issue, which could mean that Jimmy Ward would move back into the slot and one of the outside backup corners, possibly uh, Dante Johnson, would be the starter out there. That's a huge deal because Jimmy Ward went from the slot to the outside corner, and he and Tremaine Brock looked really good in the preseason, especially Ward. In fact, I think I made a prediction that he was going to be a pro bowler this year. He was good late last season in the slot, was Ward, and he may have to move back there, especially with Tavon Austin around for the for the Rams. He may have to move back there, and a backup corner, probably Dante Johnson, would move then into the starting lineup if Chris Davis doesn't recover in time for Monday Night Football. And another piece of good news, Chip Kelly said this morning that Glenn Dorsey is going to be active. He's still working, Has did not play in any preseason games, was slowed by an ACL, but it looks like Glenn Dorsey is going to be active for Monday Night Football for the 49ers against the Rams. There you go. That is three downs of three things you got to know about your 49ers on September 9th, 2016. Let's get into today's featured interview. Today's featured interview. Today's featured interview, like I said, in three downs, high praise from Von Miller. You heard it. He said which he was asked by DeMarcus Ware, what offensive tackle in the league gives you, and Von Miller's the best pass rusher in the league to me. You saw it in the Super Bowl. Definitely the best speed rusher in the league, if you have any question on that. Uh, what's Who's the guy? Who's the offensive tackle that gives you the most trouble? Trent Brown was the answer. So high praise for a guy who was taken late in the draft with only two career starts, but he solidified that right tackle spot so much so that Anthony Davis, upon his return, 
only played right tackle for a couple of weeks in camp and saw that 77 was going to be the right tackle and said, hey, can I move to right guard? And he has solidified that line. Davis moves inside. They got a mashing right side, and it's looking much better for the 49ers along the offensive line. So let's see what Trent Brown has to say about that praise and a little preview of the Rams with Trent Brown, right tackle of the 49ers. I mean, it's just you see it come out of the horse's mouth, so I was just taken aback. I mean, there's a part of you that surprised you even knew your name. I mean, yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, when I when I was coming out uh, pre-draft training, we kind of trained together in Miami oh, yeah. at Pete Bomrito's. So um, he probably didn't know my name. I'm sure, pretty sure he didn't know my name. But for just to, see, I mean, like I said, just to see it come out of the horse's mouth, it was crazy. Yeah. And so now, what does that does that make you? I mean, you you can go one of two ways. You can use that and just. Be get opponent. better, or you can get complacent. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be able to punt though. Uh-huh. Definitely. What does it do for your, for your confidence? Just in general? not that you needed validation, but does I mean, it, does it give it to you. Uh, it just takes it to another level. I feel like, and I just got to stay humble at the same time. I mean, as a Super Bowl MVP, <laughs> and then just to come for him to come out and say that on on the Marcus Ware show, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I don't know. I was speechless. So you look at this game, like who's going to be matched up against you and what kind of challenge are the Rams front seven you know, hold for you? Oh, man, They're, that's a great group on defense. They got up down there in L.A. I mean, I just got to come out and, and do what I can and do my best and take care of my take care of business and do my job. Some of us relate to the party, but your initial reaction when you saw Vaughn's comments? <laughs> I was My eyes were big. Then I talked to Tiller. And I was like, dang, bro, he just said this. Am I, am I listening right? Like, am I hearing? Like, I was <laughs> speechless. Is that, is that a good match? I mean, how valuable was the, were those reps against him in the preseason going into, you know, your oh, first season of the starter? They're very, very valuable. I mean, there's not many guys like Von Miller. I mean, <laughs> not many guys like Von Miller at all, really. So, I mean, like I said, <laughs> just to see the video, because I haven't heard about the video for like two days. And then... For it to for me to actually see it yesterday, I was I was just <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was speechless. He, he said you were Ogden esque. Was Jonathan Ogden a guy that that you've looked up to or studied at all in the past? Uh, no, not really. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, he was a great guy. I mean, team guy came in the locker room every day. Talk to everybody, joke. So I mean, it's definitely going to be missed. I don't know. How, how long does it get a, take to get a report where Anthony moves into the right guard spot and you two work together? How, how long does that take? Uh, I think we're clicking pretty good right now. Uh, <laughs> definitely going to be a nice to see uh, come Monday night. But right now, I think we're we're clicking pretty well. Tell us a little bit more just on the Rams. They might have the best front seven in all the league. When you're, when you're looking at tape, what do you see specifically from them? A group of guys that can rush, and they're relentless in their rush and in the run game. I mean, they're just, they're just a group of guys that's having fun playing football. And uh, hopefully we can go out and do the same thing, match their intensity, and hopefully we can come out with a win. There's Trent Brown, a little surprised by the praise of Von Miller, surprised that he knew his name, but uh, gives you a little preview of the Rams and like I said, don't be surprised if the 49ers are crossing that formation going right with Davis and Brown. And Brown is just a massive dude. Amongst massive dudes in the locker room, 
You go over to his locker to talk to him for a few minutes. It is ridiculous. He's all of 6'8 and uh, 360 pounds, so look for him on the screen. You don't have to look far on uh, Monday night against the Rams. That is today's featured in- interview. John Lund, KMBR Radio in San Francisco, locked on 49ers for September 9th, 2016. Thanks for coming in. Remember, join us on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. Tell all your friends. Uh, We are here Monday, well, not even Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We try to do all sorts of stuff there. I do a radio show 3 to 7 on KNBR 680 in San Francisco, as well as 49ers pre- and post-game. Let's get inside the numbers. Inside the numbers. All right, today's Inside the Numbers on Locked On 49ers has to do with the guy the 49ers have to stop to win this football game, Todd Gurley, second-year runner out of Georgia. He was coming off an ACL last year, and the Rams still took him 10th overall, and his numbers are extremely impressive in year number one. 4.8 yards per Gary, second in the league to uh, Doug Martin of the Buccaneers. 1,106 was third in the league, but here's the thing about him that is most impressive. If you give him 19 or more carries during his rookie year, He averages 110 yards, over 110 yards, and nine touchdowns in nine games. The other thing is his five 40-plus yard runs last year were number one in the NFL. So he's the number one game breaker from the running back position in all of the NFL. And oh, by the way, against the 49ers, he only played against them once. Against the 49ers last year, he ran it 26 times for 132 yards, including a career-long 71-yarder in a 27-6 to win. So if you had any questions about who the most important player is on the Rams, and I love Aaron Donald, I think he's great. There's a number of other guys. It's stopping Todd Gurley for the 49ers. And if you look at those numbers, 1,106 yards, because of the ACL, he didn't play in three games to start the season, and in three other games, he had a combined 24 carries. So in six games last year of the 16, he had a combined 24 carries in those six games. In the other 10 he went 1,106 yards. So the guy absolutely is a stud, and he's in his second year, and that's been the emphasis, walking up to safety, challenging uh, the Rams to throw their way past the 49ers. That is going to be the game plan. They've emphasized it all week long in stopping Todd Gurley. That's what they're going to do. That's what you need to look for. You've got to be stout up front, especially in the front seven, and if he gets past those guys, like I said, five 40-plus-yard runs for Todd Gurley. That will be the emphasis for the 49ers to stop him Number 30 for the Rams, and that is today's Inside the Numbers on Locked On 49ers. Time for your 49ers questions. All right, time for the question of the day. Love to finish each Locked On 49ers podcast here with your questions, comments. Make sure you hit me up on Twitter, at John Lund Radio. Use hashtag Locked On 49ers. You can join my Facebook page as well. I got a show page there, at John Lund Radio. SF. So either way works. You can put them on the comments here at uh, Audio Boom. I think there's something on iTunes. You can do it there as well. Leave your comments. Leave your questions. I'll check them all. Love to get all your questions. Today I got a question uh, as the season approaches us rather quickly uh, about best and worst case scenarios for the 49ers. First of all, and I've been steadfast in saying this during the podcast, I think the Niners are a lot better than they were a year ago. They're more stout along the defensive line and have better depth. Much better offensive line and better depth. Better running backs better defensive backs, and this is all assuming health. We always say that. Uh, Don't like that Aaron Lynch is missing the first four games. I think Chip Kelly is a far better coach than Jim Tom Sulu, who is in over his head. So they're a better team on paper, in a bubble. But now you start looking at the schedule, Rams becomes a huge game because then it's at Panthers, at Seahawks. I don't know how Dak Prescott's going to be for the Cowboys. We'll all see together. Then it's Cardinals. So those first 
games, first five games of Rams at home, at Panthers, at Seahawks, Cowboys, Cardinals. Look, Cardinals, Seahawks, Panthers, ugh. Cowboys is kind of a toss-up. They they need to beat the Rams to get off to a good start because if they don't at home, and this is already a fan base that isn't real happy, at Panthers, Super Bowl team, at Seahawks, one of the NFC's best, Cowboys kind of a coin toss, just like the Rams game, and then the Cardinals. So there's probably three losses in there. The Rams and the Cowboys are, are wild card games. If you don't win those games and you're 0-5-1-4, could be a long season. At the Bills, again, going west to east is tough. Buccaneers at home should win that game. Saints, uh, they're down, and you get them here at the Cardinals, another tough one. Patriots tough at Dolphins. They're kind of a wild card team at the Bears. That might be a winnable road game. Jets at home at Falcons, and then you finish at Rams and Seahawks. So if I give them every game, if I give them the toss-ups like the Rams, the Cowboys, uh, what are other, some other toss-ups, at the Bears, Jets at home, if I give them all the toss-ups, you're probably looking at a 7-9 and nine football team at best. Uh, if I don't, you could be in contention for the first pick, and Deshaun Watson's your quarterback out of Clemson next year. They've, Like I said, they've got better talent, but I'm not sure that the team uh, is ta- – well, they're the least talented. I'm not saying they're not – that they're necessarily automatically in last place. They're probably the least talented team in the division, and so they've got those teams in the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals – uh, obviously six times, and then you go outside of the division at the Panthers uh, against the Patriots, even though that's at home. Um, at the Dolphins, that's a long road trip. Even if you give them those games, it's going to be tough. So in answering the question in today's Locked On 49ers question of best and worst case, I could see as few as three wins, four wins. I could see as many as seven. If you really wanted to stretch it out and be overly optimistic, eight. But it's it's the toughest division of football a, a wide receiver core that I don't have in co- uh, confidence in. And look, this is a quarterback-driven league. I, I tell you this all the time. I started my first podcast with this. We can't talk about the quarterbacks enough. And if you rank the quarterbacks or the quarterback situations in the league as of this recording, September 9th, 2016, you'd have to say they're near or out the bottom as far as the quarterback position is concerned. And the only way to get out from under that is if you have a world-class defense. And I think this defense will be better than last year. It's got some better pieces. It doesn't have a ton of depth. I do like the secondary. I do like the corners if they stay healthy. But they'd have to be world-class. This team is not going to score a ton of points. It's a good defense. It's a better defense. It's not a world-class defense. So with the quarterback situation being what it is, I think they're going to struggle to score points. Uh, If Chip Kelly is insistent on going faster, and we heard from Steve Young yesterday, go back to yesterday's podcast about it, I think they're not as talented, so you don't want to go faster. You don't want to have more snaps. You don't want to give the other team more opportunities. I hope that he's kind of learned a lesson to go up the line fast so teams can't change, but then not necessarily go as fast as you can because I think they could get in trouble. I think the defense could get tired. I think guys could check out. I think that would be your worst-case scenario there. So that is best and worst-case scenarios. Sorry I couldn't paint a better picture, but that's how I see it, at least as of September 9th, 2016. There you go. That is Locked On 49ers for September 9th. Great stuff from Colin Kaepernick today. Von Miller talking about Trent Brown. Today's interview, Trent Brown. Lots of good numbers about Todd Gurley. And the question of the day was uh, best and worst case scenarios for the 49ers. Tomorrow we'll have a, what is tomorrow, Saturday? I'll, I'll get you any notes if we need it for Saturday. Sunday I'll put one together. And then Monday I'll be at Levi's Stadium. I hope to get Travis Rogers as well from Locked On Rams. And we'll do a full-blown preview of Rams 49ers before the game 
on Monday night. That is Locked on 49ers. John Lund from KMBR Radio in San Francisco and 49ers pre- and post-game. Locked on 49ers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Locked on 49ers with John Lund. Your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17